0: CTV's W5, with Avery Haynes.
1: Lisa Raitt has been through some tough political battles in her career, but the veteran conservative politician is now facing a battle with a far higher personal toll. Her husband has early onset Alzheimer's and she shares with Sandy Rinaldo her intensely private, Homemade videos documenting life with the disease. Thank you everyone. Lisa
0: Raitt has been a fixture on the Canadian political stage for decades, holding several senior portfolios during the Stephen Harper years. Why didn't you let
1: her speak?
0: (laughs) To do so, she had to be tough and politically smart.
1: Canadians gave us a strong mandate, Mr. Speaker, to complete our economic recovery.
0: So smart, she was a contender for Stephen Harper's job when he stepped down after the Conservatives lost to the Liberals and Justin Trudeau. But in 2017, Rate lost her bid for the leadership to Andrew Scheer. She was rewarded with the post of deputy opposition leader, the first woman in the Conservative Party's history. Two years later, Scheer was out, and Rate was pressed to run again. She turned it down because something heartbreaking was happening in her personal life. Her husband, Bruce Wood, had early onset Alzheimer's diagnosed when he was just 56. When you heard the diagnosis,
1: what went through your head? First thing that went through my head was everything that we had planned for is gone. That he's going to die and then I'm going to be a widow. That's the first thing, because Alzheimer's is a fatal disease. And that's why I cried so much, because I was going to lose him young, and I didn't want to.
0: Didn't want to because Lisa Raid had finally found her soulmate, a love story for the ages. Businessman Bruce Wood, in hot pursuit, determined to win her over, not long after they met in 2008. Lisa already had two sons from her first marriage.
1: What was it about him? Um, he's like nobody I ever met before, really. He was very assured of himself um, and had hobbies that were his own. Like, he was a great golfer. He was handy. He could build anything. He changed his own oil in his car. He was just a different kind of person than I had met either in science or in law or in politics. And I liked it. And I liked the fact that he looked after me. I liked that. I liked being the person that was being taken care of. At that point.
0: And he kept pursuing. He was the one yeah, who kept proposing and saying, yes. I want to marry you.
1: Yes, he did. And you weren't there at that point. No, it I never thought back. I'd marry again.
0: Soon after the couple began dating, Bruce started to experience some subtle changes. Was there a moment when you noticed the change, or was it a gradual change?
1: I never noticed it. Uh-huh. And that's, that part really makes me sad. Because, and I, as I reflect, I can see it. Knowing what I know now, I can see the signs of dementia. He told me he was worried about his eyes were going, which meant he couldn't read anymore. He thought it was a visual thing. It wasn't, it was a cognitive thing. He couldn't remember where the car was. He told me a story about how he put suits in a bag to take to the dry cleaner and threw them in the garbage instead. We would go to events and then it all stopped. And he would call me angry like clockwork on a Tuesday night just yelling at me and accusing me of doing things that I wasn't doing. Again, another sign of dementia. And I thought, I thought the relationship was breaking down and certainly was never going to get married at that result. I thought we were heading towards breaking up and I thought, oh my gosh, great, another relationship that um, I haven't been able to, to succeed in. So you thought it was about you and totally, not him? totally thought it was about me.
0: But it wasn't about Lisa. It was about Bruce. He sought medical advice and in 2016 got the devastating diagnosis, learning he was among the 5% of Canadians who get Alzheimer's under the age of 65. How did you
1: react to the diagnosis? I cried and cried and cried. And I wouldn't let the doctor tell Bruce it was Alzheimer's. Because? because the doctor said, he is so emotional, I don't know what he's going to do if I tell him this.
0: It took them three months to tell him and then Lisa knew what to do. And that was to say, I do.
1: He kept asking to get married because he needed security because he was scared. So literally with some really good girlfriends of mine in Ottawa, (laughs) we organized it in 30 minutes.
0: The couple exchanged vows at a small wedding at her aunt's house in Cape Breton
1: near where she grew up next door to a steel mill. We wanted a joyous day with all his family there and he got it. So that was, that was nice. For me, it was the big party where he was still normal. Did you know what you were getting into? (sighs) Didn't matter. It didn't matter. I mean, I knew that I was gonna look after him. Did anyone say to Elisa,
0: think about this, think about this seriously because your life is going to change and you're going to become a caregiver as opposed to a wife and a lover.
1: My mom, you know, she would say, it's a burden, Lisa, Um, just take care of yourself. She never said, don't marry him.
0: Life was fine for a while and then it wasn't. Small things soon became big things. Lisa began recording her husband's dark descent into the fog of Alzheimer's.
2: So what are you taking? Nothing.
0: The hallucinations, the lashing out,
1: the threats to kill her.
2: And then I'll catch somebody and then I'll just kill you.
1: It was so strange. The behaviors he was having, I felt that they needed to be um, described to his doctors clearly and the best way to do that would be through taking videos.
0: One of the early videos shows Bruce imagining people who aren't there. So, this is
1: May of 2020 when he started talking to his reflection as if it was a friend and then turned into uh, somebody he didn't like. So, we're actually coming home from shopping for groceries. We had to leave the store because he was screaming and yelling about the reflections because he was fighting them. And now he discovers the fact that.
0: Kind of trying to get in a car is easy. I
1: should know that. You're crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was a shock. That he would be talking like that. So now he gets upset with them. So this is a couple of days later. All right. Now he's fighting them. He's
2: gonna kill you. Tomorrow. No. No. It's going right now. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Just go. I gotta wait for the car to no.
1: go.
0: Okay. Yay! So he's talking to you and to them, but more to
1: them. He just, yeah. Yeah.
0: Does it bring back memories or are you able to look at this objectively?
1: No, I start to cry like I'm not objective because Bruce Wood would be embarrassed and mortified.
3: I can't do it anymore.
1: (laughs) It was the disease
0: causing Bruce to lash out. He became more aggressive and his anger shifted to Lisa. Her sons JD and Billy were frightened for their mother's safety.
2: was a 6'2", 250-pound man. It's He's a big guy, and if, if you read further on Alzheimer's patients, sometimes they can develop super strength. It's kind of... It's, it's insane. We were just going to stand by and watch. What
0: would you have done? What did you do?
2: I had one, one occasion we were sitting down on the couch watching TV, and just out of the blue, frustrations arose, and he came to throw a punch at my mom, and I had to jump in front of it and just say like, hey, let's, let's not throw punches around here. But uh, it definitely became more apparent in the later months. It just kind of fell off a cliff towards the end of it, and it was wearing on my mom too. It, it's like you can see it physically, mentally. It was, It's just exhausting. It's 24-7 care.
0: Lisa was Bruce's primary caregiver. For months, she never got a solid night's sleep.
1: It began to wear her down. His behaviours at night were really, really difficult um, because they were disruptive, so i give you an idea. He would be up and down all night. See, he just doesn't know what to do, doesn't know how to lie stop, down. Stop! 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 Stupid. See, he's punching me there in the back and calling me stupid.
0: And even when she moved out of the bedroom to get away from him, Bruce would find her. The home security camera's recording it all.
1: So here's one where he, at night is when he would hit. I'm on the couch and you can see he's there. So this is from our, our camera. So I'm trying to hide from him. I don't know where he is. It's five in the morning. Oh. Sorry. No. And he says, sorry. No, okay. I will call
0: the police if you punch me again. Here. That time, she didn't call 911. But New Year's Day, 2021, she did.
1: Let go of my arm.
0: So what happened that day that you finally had to call the police? What led up to the
1: point where... He wanted to put me through a window. He he was a football player in the past. I'm standing right about here. Shut up. He put his shoulder down and he was getting ready to run and tackle me. And I would have went through the window. And that scared me. I yelled at him. And Billy came up over the stairs to threaten him. And I just said to everybody, relax, back off. And then I went, I, literally standing here, I made the phone call to 911. They handcuffed him. They took him in the ambulance. They uh, admitted him to emergency where he was placed in a room with a locked door and a window. And a security guard posted outside. And he was restrained to the bed. They are not equipped to deal with somebody with young onset Alzheimer's or even Alzheimer's, I think. And they couldn't wait to discharge him. They'd make him somebody else's problem. And I would say, well, I'm not taking him home. Coming up. I could see that he had put a butcher's knife underneath the bed.
2: Living with the challenges of dementia.
1: I realized at that point, he really could kill me.
0: When W5 continues. Lisa rate on the hour-long drive from her home near Milton to Toronto to visit her husband Bruce Wood. There's a routine to this.
1: Hey there, can I get a large French vanilla?
0: A stop at Tim Hortons for coffee. Have a good day. And a sweet treat, which Bruce loves. The 62-year-old was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's and is now in long-term care. After years of Lisa's caregiving, where the former politician says she endured threats,
1: punches, and lived in constant fear for months. I could see that he had put a butcher's knife underneath the bed. And it was... I knew at that time he would get up in the middle of the night and he would shake me or he would be angry. And I realized at that point, he, he really could kill me.
0: Were you afraid of him?
1: I just wanted to sleep, Sandy. I, I mean, I went for... I think I went for four days without getting like two hours sleep because he was up all night.
0: Lisa's getting her sleep now because after numerous failed attempts at getting help in hospitals and care facilities, she finally found Bruce a safe haven in the behavioral neurology unit at Toronto's Baycrest Hospital where they know how to handle aggressive patients.
1: I talked to so many doctors. I talked to so many different people trying to explain what was going on And until it became to the point where I needed the police to come and handcuff him and take him away, that's when we finally did um, get attention. Bruce's new home
0: at Baycrest is within a specialized unit that deals with the aggressive behavior of those with dementia. Dr. Morris Friedman is the medical director cognition and behavior at the facility. He created the unique program for people like Bruce.
3: Yeah, the Velcro blockade.
0: It begins virtually with a team of doctors making rounds
3: online. What we try to do and what's best for for patients, for individuals with dementia, is not to be moved from their home to a hospital. Um, It's better for people to be treated in their familiar environment.
0: But when treatment at home doesn't work, patients like Bruce are admitted to Baycrest.
3: How do you begin to change their behavior? There are two approaches that, that one can use. One, we call it non-pharmacological approaches, which is uh, trying to, um, to manage the behavior without medication. But there are people who um, in whom that doesn't work or doesn't work completely. And there, we have to use medications. How do you know if a patient is responding to the treatment? Oh, they're no longer aggressive, if it's aggression. They're no longer agitated. They no longer have, like, these are patients, many of them, who are hitting people, who are kicking, who are biting. All of that stops.
0: What a difference a few months have made since Bruce has been in the care of Baycrest. Lisa is sleeping again. Her sons JC and Billy from her first marriage see a difference in their mother.
2: The first few days after he was gone, like you could just see like all of us getting a lot more rest because there was times where we would just be awoken in the middle of the night to Bruce screaming. Definitely, definitely a lot more peaceful here with him out of the house.
0: Having seen her and watched her look after your stepdad, mm-hmm. has your opinion changed of her in any way?
2: And I thought it was very Admiral, what, what she did. And I feel awful that it turned out the way it did, but it's the best of the situation that we could have done.
0: Hey. <laughs> As for Bruce, when Lisa visits several times a week. I
1: know, I know, I'm here. I'm here, I'm here.
0: The aggression and hallucinations are under control. He is calmer now and even affectionate towards his wife.
1: You know what that is? It is. Uh... It's my engagement ring. and my wedding band and this one is yours poor do you know we're married we're you and i where we're married to each other you want to see a picture of our of our wedding
0: lisa says there are moments of real clarity where bruce seems to be in the moment engaged lucid and attentive when i sit down to join them she comes to see you a lot a lot. Do you like it when she comes to visit you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So he's—he seems so
1: different. So to different. You today. So different. Yeah. Even from Four West, like. Do you want to come in? You want to come in closer? Sure, there you go.
0: absolutely. Thank you for the invitation. Hey,
1: hey, hey! Stop flirting with Sandy Rinaldo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you
0: doing, man?
1: I've heard about I'm you sitting right here. We already gone through this. We're married. <laughs> I love it we're married
0: man <laughs> 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 who is you or Lisa <laughs> he's
1: calling me a bum cuz I'm teasing him <laughs> yeah it's okay yeah <laughs> no he's a lot better I think when you when he was in the hospital there was a lot of really sick people around him and as a result he he wasn't as joyful here he's around calmer people but they're older, they're in wheelchairs for the most part on his unit, but interactions with folks like you guys and when he sees the nurses on the floor, so quality of life is just amazing, just amazing. Yeah, Yeah. and I think back to those videos, Sandy and it's night and day, Yeah. and I wish I had sought help a year before I did because he could have had this a year earlier, Right. and I didn't, thought I could handle it
0: is giving us rare access to Bruce because she wants us to see what a good treatment protocol can mean to his quality of life.
1: You see down there? Yes. Yeah.
0: She knows there's a short window before he is lost to her, consumed by the disease.
1: I cry because I know what I'm losing because he's a great man. And it's, the grief side is more because I'm going to be left alone. I don't cry because he, He and I are going through a trip with Alzheimer's. I don't cry about that. I'm mad about that. Bruce will have this disease for 10 years before he loses his battle. And you're with him every step of the way until he loses that battle. That's right. Through whatever comes next. I know what comes next. What comes next is loss of mobility, loss of being able to feed himself, um, and then just no words at all, and then somewhat of a coma.
0: Before she loses him, Lisa has a lot of work to do. She plans to capitalize on her high profile as a former politician to bring awareness, funding, and change. What needs to change at at the federal government's level?
1: So we have a national dementia strategy Fund it, Fund it. Put the money into the research that's needed. Ensure that you're dealing with stigma. Ensure that you're understanding what the big picture of dementia is. And then work with the provinces to deliver things that are going to be needed, such as specific um, specific facilities specific facilities for people not just the long-term care system do you see this as something that's going to drive you in the next few years it is but not towards
0: politics okay you mentioned not politics and I have to ask during that whole time in your life I mean you were deputy prime minister under the Stephen Harper government did what was happening at home have an impact on your decision not to run when Andrew Scheer stepped down.
1: Yep. Yep. And in fact, guess what I chose? I chose to stay at home and be with Bruce. And that impacted my run in 2019. If I were on the path that I dreamt of, I would have put together the best team I could have put together with the smartest policy minds because do I think I could have been a good prime minister? Absolutely. Did I want to be? For sure. But I couldn't. I couldn't give that time. So I guess the the point of it is, is that it does have an impact in your life. I'm not angry that it does. I'm not sad that it didn't work out my way, but my trajectory in life is very different than what I had thought it was gonna be.
0: In fact, she's sticking to her guns and not running for the conservative leadership now that Erin O'Toole has stepped down. Her focus, her husband, the man she says she still loves deeply.
1: You asked me why I would put him on the camera and it's because I want people to know him as the way he is now after all this 13, 14 months of treatment. So how would you describe the change you see in your husband from that day
0: when you had to call 911 to get him out of the house and the Bruce that we saw today?
1: I got him back. You know, he's back. I can sit on a chair with him and put my head on his shoulder and he tells me he loves me and that's a huge thing for me because I'm not ready to say goodbye. Bruce has now moved to another wing at Toronto's Baycrest Hospital. It's reserved for those who are coping well with the disease.
0: You've been listening to CTV's W5
1: with Avery Haynes.